Let's get an update on KCIM News here this morning with Nathan Cones over in the news studio. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, John, and morning, everyone. The special election for the Carroll County Board of Supervisors District 5 vacancy is one week away, and election officials are still searching for poll workers for one of the more than 10 election precincts. According to Auditor Courtney Pyre, the only precinct short of workers is Pleasant Valley Newton, hosted at the Dedham City Hall. The qualifications for election workers include being an eligible voter and residing within Carroll County. Pyre notes party affiliation is not a factor for this temporary position. For more information on becoming a poll worker, you can contact the auditor's office by calling 712-792-9802 or by email at kpyer at carrollcountyiowa.org. That's K-P-A-Y-E-R at carrollcountyiowa.org. The election is scheduled for Tuesday, February 7th. The candidates include Republican Cindy Scatterico and Democrat Tim Tracy to fill out the remainder of former supervisor Rich Ruggles' term, which expires December 31st of 2024. The St. Anthony Foundation is now accepting applications for their 2023 healthcare scholarships. Each year, the hospital provides more than a dozen awards to local high school students and uh, early-level college students interested in pursuing a career in medicine. All scholarships require students to maintain a minimum two-and-a-half point grade point average, and only one application needs to be submitted to be considered for all scholarships offered through the St. Anthony Foundation. Foundation Director Trish Roberts says, We are excited to contribute to the education of tomorrow's healthcare leaders Several of the scholarship opportunities we provide would not be possible without the support of donors and families who see the impact of the work we do at St. Anthony. Foundation scholarships range from $500 to $1,500 each and must be returned to the foundation by March 31st. Recipients will be announced in May. Application forms can be found on the hospital's website. That's at stanthonyhospital.org, and a link to that page is included with this story online. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors voted Monday morning to cut the County Compensation Board's recommendation for elected official salary increases by 57% of what was initially proposed. At their December meeting, the Comp Board approved a proposal for a 17% increase for the Sheriff, 12% for the Treasurer, Recorder, and County Attorney, 10% for the Auditor, and 9% for the Supervisors. Chairwoman Stephanie Hausman explained what options were available to the Board. The compensation board sets the recommended salary increases. The board of supervisors cannot exceed that percentage, but the board of supervisors do have the authority to lower that percentage. But if we lower it, it has to be lowered across the board equally everywhere. Exempt is supervisors. Supervisors can do something different for their own way. District 2 Supervisor Mike Anderson, who's serving his first term in office, noted his displeasure with the compensation board process before the supervisors moved into their discussions. I think this compensation board is a broken system. There's nowhere in this country that you give everybody the same exact raise or cut it by the same amount of money. You shouldn't have to give one person more and one less. They should each have their own, and I don't know how they'll fix that. District 3 Supervisor Gene Miners says the fiscal year 2024 recommendations were too high for the board to accept without cuts. He made the initial proposal for a 50% decrease, but his motion died due to a lack of a second. Anderson suggested a 60.7% cut to the recommendation, which also died for a lack of a second. Three other proposals for 60%, 55%, and 52% reductions failed without a second or on a tie vote. A motion from Houseman for a 
57% reduction from the Compensation Board's recommendation was the one to gain enough support to pass, with three in favor and one minors opposed. Supervisor Scott Johnson says that reduction still ends with increased pay for elected officials. Sheriff, 7.31. The attorney, the treasurer, and the recorder, 5.16. Auditor, 4.3. Supervisor, 3.87. Should note those values are in percentage increase to their existing uh, pay. The total effect on the FY24 budget, including the pay increase, IPERS contributions, and FICA, is approximately $75,000. The board also approved a 6% raise for the county's non-union, non-elected staff with Houseman as the sole May vote. The estimated impact of that adjustment is an additional $450,000 in FY24 salaries and wages for the county. Police in Nebraska say a pair of officers were wounded and a suspect was killed in a shootout during an, an, an attempted burglary on Monday night. Omaha Police Chief Todd Schmander says the two officers responded to a report of a burglary at a storage building around 10.30 p.m. Employees let the officers into the building, and then they exchanged gunfire with the suspect, who was later killed. Police did not immediately identify the male suspect, who was in his early 30s. The officers were transported to Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha by ambulance and a police cruiser. One officer was shot near his knee, and the other officer was shot through his upper leg. Neither in injury was reported as life-threatening. And parents and guardians interested in signing up their children for the Joint Carroll Community and Kemper Catholic Preschool Program for the 2023-24 school year are invited to an in-person registration tonight. Staff will be available from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. in the lunchroom at Fairview Elementary School to help families complete that registration. To be eligible for preschool, students must turn four years old on or before September 15th of this year. Parents are asked to bring copies of their child's birth certificate, immunization records, and most recent physical to complete the registration process. Families with questions can contact the school directly at 712-792-8030 for more information. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Appreciate the update, Nathan. Once again, you can find all your local news available on the website, on the mobile app, and of course, plus the very first girls wrestling tournament is coming up this week, this Thursday and Friday. We've got complete coverage online for you. And uh, once again, Jeff Honnold and Bill Kane will be on there to call all the action from Coralville for us. Uninterrupted, it'll be online on our KCIM YouTube page. We'll have more information on that with Jeff and of course on KCIM Sports Rewind later on today. Exciting stuff going on for the girls their first ever state wrestling tournament uh, again all uh, once one individual event not combined with the boys kind of like what they did last year it's going to be a lot of fun stuff coming up for us here with kcim for